IT leaders have no shortage of priorities to balance as they position their organizations for resiliency and growth. And one of the hot spots for growth and transformation is the edge. Hi, everybody. Jim Malone with IDG here. and Welcome to this podcast series sponsored by Lumen Technology. Today, our focus is on edge ecosystem and orchestration. And our guest is Dave Shakochis. Dave is Vice President of Enterprise Strategy and Field CTO at Lumen Technologies. Hi, Dave. Welcome. Glad you could be here. Tell us about your role at Lumen. Yeah, Jim, great to be with you. Uh, I am Vice President of Enterprise Strategy at Lumen inside of our Enterprise Business Unit and also uh, get to play the role as a sort of a field CTO for a lot of our strategic accounts. So I work with our strategic alliances, I work with a lot of our R&D functions, and work with across all of our product organizations and value streams to be able to line up our strategy with enterprise customers and some of their challenges, especially as they're leveraging our network and workloads that are running throughout our network for on their digital business initiatives. Thanks, Dave. We're really excited to have you with us today. The Edge certainly is one of the uh, exciting aspects of IT today. In fact, we looked at it in our state of the network research this year. We found that 60, 61% of companies, they've got an Edge deployment plan. And if you look at big companies, enterprise companies, that number jumps up to 70%. These, these folks, they have high expectations. They've got some concerns as well around things like security and what we're here to talk about today, that is orchestration uh, and the ecosystem. So Dave, let's get started with the big picture. In your engagements, what's standing out as the key components of a successful edge ecosystem? Well, first off, it's probably important to maybe think through and make sure that we're defining those terms. Uh, it's a yep. bit of a pet peeve of mine, for sure, is, uh, <laughs> is people who use the term ecosystem as a synonym for system, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason we, we say eco on the front of it. And the reason you sort of refer to an environment as an ecosystem is because things can interconnect and intercombine in interesting ways. Things can surprise you in an ecosystem, and that should be okay. So one of the the main challenges you have to think about is, do you really have the dynamism and the scale of all the types of technology you need in the places you need it? So what you do, what you certainly see is a, is a huge thriving ecosystem in around the many different types of public clouds with all the types of software development you can do. And even in some of the large SaaS environments, there's a significant ecosystem of niche providers building functions and capabilities that are integrated to or built around those SaaS ecosystems. When you're thinking about edge computing and edge environments and edge architectures, it's really important to have a high degree of dynamism. And we sort of think about that in sort of two contexts. One is uh, with a set of ecosystem players that span the software industries and all the different types of niche software products that can be deployed either on the premise edge or in a metro edge or consistently up in the public cloud, having all of those software uh, delivery mechanisms, installable software on one end of the spectrum, and then all the other other types of cloud tools, right? A lot of innovation, uh, a lot of software runtime, a lot of uh, software as a service environments all need to be integrated and available to all of the resources that you're running out in your edge computing environment. So one level of dynamism you want to think about is how much software dynamism do you have with all the players that add 
value to your value chain. The other level of dynamism you want to think about is what level of value-added services can you provide? Are you integrating those technologies from a lifecycle management perspective, You know, the ability to deploy that software, the ability to configure that software, to treat that software configuration as something you manage. And then the other sort of dynamism is how network integrated are you so that from the global cloud core out to the distributed cloud edge, can you optimize or manage or uh, reconfigure the underlay network that's enabling the value chain that extends from your centralized data center footprint or your public cloud environment all the way out to either a metro edge location or a premise edge location, treating all of that as one long continuum, do you have the dynamic network integrated with all of those software form factors or cloud environments to be able to work those two? So what you have is, you know, do you have a level of dynamism that gives you all the software you need that can give you a thriving ecosystem of innovating in different ways? And then do you have a services ecosystem where you can do software configuration as well as network configuration in all the places that the workload might run? Dave, I'm glad you started with kind of a level set about uh, the term ecosystem. Let's do the same thing with orchestration and then talk about the biggest challenges today around orchestration at the edge. Yeah, the the probably the, the single through line when it comes to orchestration is uh, have you defined your software value chain and what are the reasons and rationales that would drive you to go and run that value chain uh, out closer to the edge of your network, fundamentally to run it in a distributed form factor. So are you driven by, are you, do you need to orchestrate a workload out closer to the edge because you're driven by a latency concern? Or are you trying to run something out closer to the edge because you don't want to have to process the data that your that workload is exposed to from things or people or business models? Do you need to run it closer to the edge because you want to basically extract the valuable data out of that digital interaction and only save that to your centralized footprint. You know, you're sort of conserving bandwidth by running certain workloads closer to the edge. Uh, are you driven by the law of the land, right, and some statutory requirement that requires you to be out closer to the edge? Or are you driven by autonomy and a mission-critical nature where you don't want to have to rely on a network at all for certain parts of your value chain. So the big part of orchestration is thinking about your value chain, where, how are you taking the data that you're how, – how is the data that your enterprise controls being uh, acquired – analyzed and then acted upon. And as that cycle spins faster throughout the value chain that you've created in your business, where do you need workloads and how close to the edge of the network do you need them for one of those aforementioned drivers um, in order to design a value chain that works for you? Getting all of that configured together is fundamentally uh, what orchestration is all about. So, so looking at the next question, you know, what should IT leaders be looking for when it comes to the orchestration of infrastructure apps and services on the edge. It sounds like, Dave, the answer might be, well, it depends. It depends on the business case and the use case they're looking at. Sure, but there's a, a there's some consistency there too, right? You know, we have a bit of a mm -hmm. mantra that we think about uh, when it comes to you know orchestration of infrastructure and services from the global cloud core out to the distributed network edge, and it basically goes you know connect, migrate, manage, modernize, 
Right? There's a lot of data available to organizations through all of the physical things and people and business models that they interact with as part of their business. As those businesses become more digital and as information technology and operational technology start to converge and harmonize, there's all those opportunities. The simple mantra we say is, first off, think about your network. Are you connected to the right places? Do you have the right network capacity and network dynamism to all the places where the software that will add value to your value chain need to have connectivity into? Do you have your workloads currently migrated to the places where they will run best? Right? Should it all run in the public cloud? Should some of it run out closer to the edge? Should some of it run inside the network? Are there ways to offload certain functions and have them run in the network instead of forcing them to run inside the software code that you're managing yourself. So migrating to the right architecture that has been connected to the right places. And then from a management perspective, which parts of that value chain do you need to be managing and monitoring as part of your normal day two operational cycle? And which parts do you need help? Uh, which parts do you need uh, advisory services? Which part do you need your day two operational support as that environment starts to expand out into a distributed posture? And then how can you be looking at modernizing that value chain, right? It's one thing. A lot of organizations just look at the operational technology that they have access to that may be running on a large flat network inside of a facility and what they may be looking for is are there more uh, are there ways that I can modernize my infrastructure to be able to take that data acquire analyze and act against it in more sophisticated ways can I be taking advantage of higher level abstractions in the cloud to work with caching services and data services can I take those services and modularize them and run them out in a container out closer to the edge and get the same outcome so really really thinking and modernizing the application architecture to, to take that, that workload, move it out closer to the edge, but only as close as it needs to be um, while taking advantage of uh, the, the network-optimized higher-level abstractions that you can have in your centralized data center or your cloud. So connect, migrate, manage, modernize is really the mantra we think as we work uh, with our customers through uh, a re-architecture uh, or an expansion of their architecture out closer to the edge. As they get into that deployment, Dave, have you seen a need for edge orchestration tools to work with other parts of the IT ecosystem like, you know, existing public and private clouds? And why is this important? Well, it's it's certainly important. Uh, the the core of an organization's uh, data, the core of an organization's digital business is still going to always fundamentally have a road that leads to their centralized environment, right? Uh, you know, working in, in thinking about distributed applications and thinking about uh, edge computing resources as an extension of your data center is exactly that. It's an extension. You know, we, we define edge computing as moving workloads closer to digital interactions, but no closer than they need to be. So all roads still lead to the centralized enterprise data center or the public cloud. Or, a, you know, there is no better place to run, uh, you know, the crown jewels of the business, the, the, the centralized business logic uh, of an enterprise in a place that has the access to uh, the most innovation, access to the greatest economies of scale that you find in a centralized model. You don't want to be running 
huge pools of data centers in sprawling many different locations all around the world that are completely unintegrated with each other, uh, although certainly many enterprises can sometimes find themselves for uh, for inorganic reasons in that situation, what we tend to find is that having edge orchestration be consistent with the technologies that you're running in your centralized data center is vital because you want to be able to treat the whole thing as a continuous value chain, not as a separate pool or a separate silo that sprawls all over the that sprawls all over your data estate. Yeah, thanks, Dave. That that makes sense. Let's dive into the challenges a little bit more, too. What are some of the unique challenges that you're seeing surrounding edge orchestration? You know, usually when we think about, uh, you know, the challenges of edge orchestration, it sort of boils down into that idea of sprawl that we were mentioning earlier, right? Of mm-hmm. you know, you're just running computing, you're running workloads, your 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 estate is expanded across more physical locations. You might be running workloads in places that you hadn't considered data centers before. But there's also a, a large security element around distributed applications where the workloads themselves are going to be running on new network patterns. Your your management plane and your software development code update plane is going to be running in new locations. And then your device footprint is exposed to uh, new types of data that you're holding on to. You're going to be, um, you're, you're going to, you're going to be running workloads in closer proximities to devices and smarter devices that are distributed throughout your physical estate. So sort of sprawl and security are two significant challenges that you have to think through and having uh, that data having that data network securely connected to all those locations and run in a private controlled yet dynamic enough framework um, is one way that we prescribe uh, to make sure that our customers can distribute their applications more readily while still maintaining control over sprawl and security. And then, you know, strategy uh, of how you're going to piece all that together and where who your partners going to really need to be to help you with working in the centralized cloud all the way out to the distributed edge of the network, uh, having strategic partners who can help you manage all that consistently, get you access to all the resources you need to move workloads out closer to the edge of the network to the extent that they need to, and then help you optimize and modernize along the way. Having strategic partners that are used to working out in that distributed environment is really important. So, Dave, I wonder if we can encapsulate uh, before we have to sign off, what are some of the successful approaches to orchestration that you would advise? Yeah, so those uh, those points that we made earlier, uh, you know, have certainly are certainly part of the advice uh, that we bring to all of our clients mm-hmm. who are talking to us about their digital business and how they're able to acquire, analyze, and act upon the data they control at ever higher velocities. The, the final bit around orchestration, around workloads across all of that, is to really keep in mind the significant spheres of influence inside of an IT organization and making sure that all of those organizations have clear visibility into those distributed workloads. Uh, Those three spheres of influence are clearly folks like your development organization. Can they innovate at the speed they want to innovate, whether they're deploying to the public cloud, whether they're deploying to a private cloud in a metro edge, whether they're deploying to a smart endpoint device out on customer-prem, thinking about your developers and how, how configurations can be uh, declaratively managed throughout that environment is important. Then also thinking about the operations team. There's going to be an organization that needs to know what you deployed, what you connected it to, and where it is running, um, and having 
software declarative control about what you've done to your runtime environment from the global cloud core all the way out to the distributed network edge is an important factor. You need to be able to expose that, hopefully in data-driven and data-integrated ways, to the operational support tools that the people who are responsible for what's been deployed and what data is being collected to having good operational control over all of that. And then both of those audiences obviously feed into your cybersecurity posture about knowing how your software and your data is being provisioned, knowing having good operational control between the dev and the ops personas, and then finally having a strong sense of financial control over all those resources. Thinking about edge computing, thinking about running workloads out closer to digital interactions can certainly introduce tremendous new opportunities for the digital business, but it can also start to drive and expand and sprawl costs. So having good financial visibility about what parts, uh, what are your unit costs running in the public cloud? What are your unit costs when running out closer into the edge of the network inside of a metro pop or inside of a smart CPE device uh, running inside of a customer premise? Those are all financial dynamics that you want to have clear and, and strong visibility from the global cloud core out to the distributed network edge so you have a full picture of what your digital application is costing you. Uh, and you can always continue to work to make sure that that value chain is delivering the maximum amount of value for the minimum amount of unit cost. Excellent. We are at the end of our time for this session, but uh, we've been chatting with Dave Shakochis with Lumen. Dave, thanks so much. Really great insights about a really exciting uh, aspect of IT today. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jim. And a big thanks to everyone for tuning in to this episode of the Lumen Edge podcast. For more information on Edge ecosystem and orchestration, go to www.lumen.com. And with that, for Lumen and for IDG, this is Jim Malone saying thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated in association with its sponsor, Lumen.